We're talking trades on today's show, and if you think the Broncos should just blow it up, like the video. If you don't think they should blow it up and we're being a bit overreactionary to just a one and four start, type N for no in the comments. It is yard sale time in Denver. Welcome into the Broncos breakdown. Evidently, Broncos players also, you know, read the news and watch the videos because there are reports coming out from inside the Broncos locker room that veteran players sense a big change could be coming and they could see a lot of trades in the next few weeks. James Palmer, who's an NFL reporter, said that players are getting a sense that this is going to be a tear down. What they're thinking in that sense is there's going to be a fire sale before the trade deadline. My reaction? Good. Tear it down. This team is 1-4. This franchise has been a losing franchise since Peyton Manning retired. What? We're talking about 2016 as a decent year? No. Since then, this team has done nothing but lost. Their peak has been seven wins. That is sad. That is so sad for a franchise that has multiple Super Bowl rings. The expectations should be much higher than that. And they're not being met right now. And I don't think this roster is going to be the roster that turns it around. So tear it down. Get some assets and start the rebuild and get the right quarterback. Not that Russell Wilson's been awful this year, but I don't see Russell Wilson hoisting a Lombardi in Denver. So get some good assets to potentially get a quarterback or get good pieces so that when you do have the right quarterback, he's got good weapons around him. Now, despite me going on that little bit of a TED Talk, there are some players who I think are untouchable. Jaleel McLaughlin, I don't think there's a huge market for a UDFA running back anyway, but I don't want to see the Broncos move on from him. I think he could be special, highlight real Jaleel. Marvin Mims, get him the ball more, if anything. He could be a really good future piece at wide receiver. Quinn Miners, he's your best offensive lineman for his you know, contract and value. I love me some belly. You're not moving on from Miners. Nick Benito has finally turned it around or gotten, I guess, going, I should say. So don't move on from Benito. And then Pat Sertan. One more time. For the people in the back, you trade Pat Sertan for two first-round picks, and you know what you're going to be doing immediately? Drafting a cornerback with one of those first-round picks. And that first-round pick is not going to be as good as Pat Sertan. How do I know that? Because he is already a generational talent. As a second, third-year player, he was putting out teach tape for veteran players. If you trade Pat Sertan, which, yes, is your best asset and would get you the most in return for anyone on this roster, you are using the assets and the resources that you are getting for Patrick Sertan to just try and replace him, and you're not going to be able to because there's not going to be a cornerback that you find in this next draft as good as Patrick Sertan especially for where Denver is picking, right? If they want to use their first selection on a cornerback, great. So you trade a Pat Sertan to just try and find a new Pat Sertan who probably won't be as good, not interested. I would not trade Pat Sertan for two first-round picks. But if you disagree with me, which I know there are some people out there that would do this deal, let me know in the comments section. Make your best case down below, yes or no. Would you trade PS2 for two first-rounders? Now, there are some trades that I would make, and I'm going to run through my five trades that I would do right now. Jerry Judy for a second-round pick. Yes, I would be in on trading Judy for a day-two pick. 
I know the Broncos initially wanted to get a first-round pick for him back in the offseason. No one nibbled at it, but I would do that now. I would also trade Cortland Sutton for a third. I would move on from both wide receivers, which maybe I'll regret that and maybe I'll take it all back in like five or so minutes. But right now, if someone called and said, hey, we'll take Judy for a second, and then like in Moneyball, Shapiro on line three, we'll take Cortland Sutton for a third, I'd do it. Look at what they've done so far this year. Cortland Sutton, 229 yards, three touchdowns, really good in the red zone. Jerry Judy, unfortunately, missed the first game and then didn't look 100% in the second game, but he's only put up 208 yards off 17 grabs and no touchdowns. We're going to talk more about these two guys in just a second, but today's show is being supported by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy sports app where all you have to do is pick more or less for two to six player staff projections, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Prize Picks is super simple and user friendly. I spend one to two minutes on the app every Sunday or Monday or Thursday making my selections. So if you're in the Oval Office or you're on your way to the game or the bar, get on Prize Picks and start making some money. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm not talking, I'm not, I'm not doing any Broncos players on Prize Picks. What are you, nuts? I'm going to do more on Ty J. Spears. He has quietly had a really good season in Tennessee. He's over in London. I could see him getting some more touches over Derrick Henry. And then I'll take more on Tua Tugavailoa, 285 or 84 and a half passing yards. Yeah, I don't care who Tua and the Dolphins are playing. They have an air raid going on in South Beach. And I'll take more on Stefan Diggs, 84 and a half receiving yards against the Giants. The Giants stink. So just like the Panthers for the Dolphins, I like them more on both of those offensive players. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. The link for that is in the comments and description of today's video, Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Now, if I have to pick one receiver, because let's say Sean Payton and the Broncos go, we're not completely gutting the entire offense. I would probably pick Jerry Judy because of his contract, right? He's a lot cheaper than Cortland Sutton, who was under contract through 2025 and has $17.5 million cap hits the next two seasons, whereas Judy you have next year on the fifth-year option for $12 million and change. But Sutton has been the better wide receiver in 2023. No doubt about that. So I could make a good argument for trade Judy, keep the better receiver right now, and get more for Jerry Judy, but I'm still going to be a simp, and I'm going to hold on to Jerry Judy because I think he has that higher ceiling, and he won't cost you as much on the books next year compared to Cortland Sutton. Now, what could a trade look like? What if the Texans call and say, hey, we are really buying in on C.J. Stroud. Can we get a good proven receiver like Cortland Sutton for a third-round pick? I'm in. Let's say the Lions call and say, the NFC North sucks. We're all in. We want to give Jared Goff every single possible weapon to be successful. We'll give you a second for Jerry Judy. I'm in. This next one hurts. I have a much bigger emotional attachment to Justin Simmons than the first two players. But if someone called and said, we'll give you a third-round pick for Justin Simmons, I'd have to do it. Trading, trading Justin Simmons, one, one of my favorite players on this team, is a step below the emotional heartache when it came to trading Von Miller away. It was necessary, but it doesn't mean it doesn't sting, right? It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, but it's what's best for this team. Justin Simmons, unfortunately, this season, he's only played three games. Remember, he missed two due to injury. 
but he doesn't look like the guy who led the NFL in six in interceptions last year with six, despite missing four games, right, five games. He does not look like that ball hawk so far. He has not had a really good start to the season for his standards. He's still a very good starting safety, an above-average safety, but I think you could be selling high right now on Justin Simmons. A team I could see calling Denver, the Philadelphia Eagles, right? They're all in. Their secondary has faced a lot of injuries. When Justin Simmons gets traded to Philadelphia right before Halloween, you know who told you first. I think Justin Simmons is an Eagle. That pains me to say, but I'm going to look forward to that third-round draft pick coming in, being younger and cheaper and helping the Broncos reset. Now, if you had to pick one player to trade, who would it be? Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, or Simmons, right? You want to move on from Judy, who I think could get you the most, but he's probably got the highest ceiling. Cortland Sutton, who's kind of in the middle of these two. Or Justin Simmons. Let me know down below in the comment section by typing their jersey number. Fourth trade that I would make, Josie Jewell for a fifth. Get some Drew Sanders playing time going, kind of start his clock right now, get him going in the swing of things, and get something for Jewell, who's on the last year of a two-year contract, and unfortunately is once again facing another injury-plagued-esque season, right? Last two seasons for Denver, he has missed time much more so in 2021 than 2022, but he suffered a leg injury earlier this year, and I watched Sunday Night Football, and that was a disaster for the Dallas Cowboys, who unfortunately had Leighton Van Der Esch suffer a neck injury. So it got me thinking, what if Dallas makes a call to Denver and says, we'll give you a fifth-round pick for Josie Jewell? Are you saying no? Get Drew Sanders on the field, right? Kind of get him either up to speed, as like get him some good reps, give him some good PT, and get him ready for year two when he will be starting alongside Alex Singleton. Just kickstart that starting duo a little bit earlier and get a good day three pick. I mean, a fifth rounder, I know, is not going to be a big head turner, but you can get some really good players in round five of the draft. So I would take Josie Jewell for a fifth for the Dallas Cowboys right now in a heartbeat. Fifth and final trade I would make, Frank Clark for a six. If you could find a six for Frank Clark, I'm in. Because he's been a no-show so far. He missed Tuesday's practice with an illness. That just feels like a fake injury to me. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. But unfortunately, Clark has been MIA this season. He was more or less demoted during the preseason. He couldn't even make it to week one of the regular season as a starter on this depth chart. So Frank Clark, in my eyes, if anyone is interested in trading for him, by all means, I'm all ears. Sean Payton, George Payton, if George is even making the shots anymore, full fire, full fire sale mode. Full fire sale mode. Get it done. Get some picks. Start the rebuild. It sucks because these are players that we all have emotional attachments to. They are some of our fan favorites. They have been on this team for a long time. Justin Simmons, Cortland Sutton have been here for five-plus seasons now. But at the end of the day, if you want to rebuild, you got to do it with picks. That's the way to rebuild in the NFL. You got to have draft picks. And Denver right now has six picks in this upcoming draft. Just six. They don't even have a second. That belongs to the Saints. So you got to get some more picks. And you got to get those picks by trading away veteran players who are either on expiring contracts or on bad contracts because they're not going to help you win right now with how much cap space they are taking up. I think that Broncos time, or Broncos country, excuse me, it is time to go full fire sale mode.